This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And good afternoon and welcome to the show. Wow, you know what? The sun on a Saturday looks great here in Toronto. And we've got a lot to talk about today, but more importantly, I'm opening up the phone lines, 416-872-1010, or for long distance, 1-877-518-5151. You can text me at 71010. I want to talk about the market, obviously, what is happening with it, how about the numbers just released for the month of April. You know, it's interesting because each month we sit there kind of at the edge of our seat thinking, okay, can real estate continue to go up? How about Toronto? The numbers, again, year over year, so from April 2016 to April 2017, 26% increase. But coming up the rear end, really, really close to it was Hamilton. Hamilton, year over year, 22%. So can these numbers continue? You know what? I want to ask your opinion right now because we're seeing some fluctuation in the market. In fact, when you start driving around the GTA, there are more homes coming on the market than we have seen in years, or at least it feels that way. What do you think? Is the market going to change? That's 416-872-1010. I want your opinion. I want to know what you think. Have you got your house on the market right now for sale? And were you anticipating multiple offers, you know, or perhaps it's not happening right now, according to the Toronto real estate board and a lot of the realtors that are in the market, they're telling us that the number of multiple offers is starting to decrease, that we are actually starting to see conditional offers. So what is the effect? Are we actually coming into a spring market where we're getting more inventory? Again, I'd love to hear your opinions uh, this this week because it's it's changing. There's a different feel in the air. I don't know. You know what? It's and, and I'm not gonna you know what I'm not gonna jump on Kathleen Wynn yet because I don't agree that this is actually cooling of her. It's kind of a natural progression. Last year we saw this happening in the Vancouver area, and this was before they put the foreign buyer tax in, and it was kind of like everybody just kind of got fed up. And then sooner or later, everybody said, listen, we're going to put our houses on the market because we have waited long enough. So are people actually at that level right now? Is it possible that we are seeing this happen? Is it possible that we're going to start getting inventory and we're going to start becoming a stable market? I don't know. You know what? You can also text me, regular rate supply, 71010. Tell me, what do you think? Is the market starting to shift? And why? Why is it shifting? You know, I've always said that I don't think that we're in a bubble market, and I'm pretty sure that it is not a bubble market. But, you know, the markets, they're, they're, they're starting to slow down in a few areas. But, you know what? I'm going to go to uh, Mark in Brantford, and uh, we're going to talk to Mark. And Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. How are you? Good, thanks. All right. Um, so, no, I was just saying, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think the market is going to slow down anytime soon, unless unless there is more new new homes being built. Because I'm out in Brantford and I put my house up for sale, but just over about two weeks ago, and he sold within six hours with a bully offer, almost thirty thousand over asking. Wow. And, so, so Mark, this, quick know. quick question for you though: yeah. If you put your house on the market. Why didn't you wait for a week to see if more people could come through? Uh, why couldn't I wait? I, well, no, there was no reason, really. I just, I felt, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect such, uh, 
because I mean I'm way out out, out and out of the, the 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 hotness of GTA, and uh, something like that happens. I I kind of. Uh, Kind of got caught up and trying to think what's going to happen next. So I just took it. So, so Mark, are, are you satisfied with the price that you got? Oh no, I am. I am. It's, it was more than what I expected. Um, and there was no conditions. It was just that that you know, most thirty thousand more. I, I mean, for my area, I thought that was uh, exceptionally high. Excellent. Well, listen, congratulations and uh, and for your, for you and your family. So that's great. Thanks so much for your call. Thanks. So. So, folks, you know, when when you take a look at something like this, we have to look at it and say, okay, so there's somebody out in Brantford, 30000 over their asking price. It was firm two weeks ago. So is the market shifting? 416-872-1010. I want to know from everybody if you saw your neighbor's house pop up for sale in the last three weeks. I only want to talk about the last three weeks in the marketplace because this is the thing. This is where everybody's getting excited. So we talk about April and you know what? Right now, the Toronto Real Estate Board was saying that it felt like the market was a little bit off in April. They started saying that it was the Easter weekend that affected everything. But how about your neighborhood? 416-872-1010. I want to hear your comments on this because it's interesting because Again, in my neighborhood, and I'll tell you, in in South Oakville, there was a couple of houses that came up for sale, and they've been on the market for a week. And normally, the for sale sign goes up, and a sold sign's the next day. Now, maybe the people are going through conditions, maybe not. We don't know if they're sold yet. But the truth is, is that we're starting to see more property come up on the market. Is it going to take a little bit longer to sell houses or are we still seeing the multiple offers? Now, don't forget, just because more homes come on the market, it doesn't mean our prices are going backwards. You know, if we take a look at, again, some of the stuff that's going through the boards right now, they're saying that uh, in the first quarter of 2017, condominiums, the average Resale condominium was $510,000, increase year over year. This is for condos. So we know that we're kind of hitting that, that, that crest. Are we there? And now are we going to stabilize? So I'm going to go to Isha in Brampton and uh, welcome to the show, Isha. Whoop. We just lost it. Just lost Isha. So hopefully let's, yeah, you know what? Make sure you call back. Would love to hear from you. So again, looking at some of the stats right now, the board is going crazy because they're trying to figure out what's going on. A little thing, a couple more things in the news, just by the way, this week, um, everybody heard of the Home Capital Group, Home Trust, uh, falling on some tough times because the OSC was turning around and having a chat. Um, but I've got Isha back on the market. So Isha, welcome to the show. Hi, uh, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm okay, not bad. So do you feel that the houses are staying on the market a little longer? Yes. Um, well, I stay in Brampton, in, uh, in the area of Queen and Chinkuzi. Um, Like, we used to see houses in the market, just uh, the sign would go up, and then within a two, day or two, it'll be sold. But now there's, like, houses on my street that have been in the market for more than two weeks or so. Right. And the market has slowed down a little and even with prices, like it was earlier, it was multiple offers and the, the prices were going like more than asking. But now it's not even it's not that, that much. Things have slowed down now. OK, so Isha, are you a homeowner? Yes, I am. OK. And so are you staying put for a little while or were you going to put your house up on the market? 
we were going to, but now looking at the market, we're like, we're, wherever we are, we should just stay there because the price that we got the house for, we're not going to find anything with that price now. Okay, so how long have you lived at your house? Uh, for a, a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay, so listen, you're, you're, you're obviously your values are up, okay? So you've, you've still done well, and you know what, right now, if you... The, one of the things that I think people are struggling with is that they, you know, you have to sell and move into something else. So finding something affordable when you sell your place is still a struggle. So anyways, yes. thanks, thanks so much for your call, Alicia. Okay, okay, thank you. So, you know, that's the thing, folks, is that a lot of times uh, people have been holding off putting their houses on the market because what if you wanted to stay in the same neighborhood? You know, we talk about the GTA all the time. We talk about areas to the east and to the west. But if you want to stay in the general area, if you're not upsizing and adding money into the mix, meaning, you know, more down payment, bigger mortgage, then what are you doing? Because there's really no ability to lateral move and improve the home in if anything, if you sell your house today, let's say you have a nice big detached house, you sell it today, almost, you know, in a short order, you're going to have to turn around and do a lateral move to maybe something smaller because of the pricing. Anyways, just before that phone call, I was about to talk about the Home Capital Group and Home Trust and the ruling that OSC had uh, had been talking about some issues. And all of a sudden we had this real concern that a B lender, which by the way, Home Trust is probably the number one B lender in Canada, they were concerned that all of a sudden the bubble would burst. Uh, this is not something that uh, that kind of uh, that kind of company could do is burst the real estate market, but at the same time, it can have an adverse effect into the market because they actually offer. Uh, an avenue for people to buy. And this is why we talk about B lenders, we talk about mortgage brokers, we talk about the ability to be able to, you know, if you're self-employed, sometimes the banks may not be attracted to you as far as a mortgage goes. So then they start talking to people, you know, you go to a B lender, like a home trust, and they will allow you to be able to get your mortgage. Now, the good thing about uh, companies like Home Trust with their equity and their portfolio is that they're very, very strong in the real estate asset world. So in other words, their entire mortgage book is based on very, very solid real estate. So again, uh, interesting, one of those things that you're going to want to watch because they are an important lender in the actual industry itself. And uh, we'll see how it unfolds over the next few weeks. We've got a lot coming up. So listen, I want to hear from you. 416-872-1010. You can reach me on our toll-free number at 1-877-518-5151. Or you can text me at 71010. I want to know what you're thinking in this marketplace. Are we going to see it adjust? Are we going to see more houses on the market? And uh, I want your opinion. So when we come back, we can talk more about that right after this. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, listen. Hot market or not, uh, still seems like a lot of properties are selling. You know, I was taking a look at a couple more stats, and right now, when you start getting over that 1.2 to 1.5 million dollar range, you're not getting a lot of house, and we see it 26% year over year from 2016, and that number is pretty stra- staggering. Now, you know what? If we take a look at the West Coast right now, when Vancouver started to fall off when that first that uh, foreign buyer tax came into play last August. 
They thought for sure that this was going to stay put for a long period of time. And if anything, it was just a blip on the radar. In fact, Victoria right now is leading the charge pretty much across Canada as far as increase in values. And I think a lot of a lot of the problem is, is that they thought the foreign buyers would stay away, and they have a little, but they're starting to come back. And right now in Toronto, we're still waiting for the Wynn government to give us some facts and figures. What's your take on that? When they turned around and came out with these 16 new rules and regulations, 416-872-1010, I'd love to know what your take is on it. And more importantly, there's two that I'm going to ask the question of. Do you believe the foreign buyer tax was a good thing? And second of all, what about rent control? Do you think they should put rent control everywhere? So in every single building, does it make sense for us to have rent control? So before, just so everybody knows, if the building was built before 1991, there was no rent control. It was November 1991. If the building was built before then... The rent control was on, and this year you could do a 1.5% increase on your rent. But if you were built after that date, you didn't have rent control. So this year we had in the news that some of the landlords were out doubling the rents. And so the Wynn government, to make sure that they're going to try to get get re-elected in the election next year, they decided that they want to throw in rent control right across the board. Is this a good idea? 416-872-1010. By the way, you can also text me here at 71010. I want to know your opinion. What do you think? Now, the other thing that we should talk about, of course, is because we've got the market, that means that people are going to have to start doing a little bit of work. So let me give you a couple of tips when you're getting your house ready for sale. First and foremost, let's focus on getting it pleasant. Pleasant means get rid of all your junk. You know what? Everybody sees your corners. And if you're going to put a house up for sale, declutter. One of the most important things you can do is go through, rent a bin and get rid of all the junk. Listen, you're going to have to move it. You're going to have to pay the movers to move it. So you may as well get rid of it now before you put your house on the market for sale. Second of all, When you look at the house, if you have to neutralize your paint color, it's a good idea. Nice and consistent, make it warm, you know, nice clean white trim for most houses is a good way to go. Now, before people were saying, hey, Todd, wait a minute, you know what, multiple offers, we don't need to do that, we don't need to stage your house. Well, you know what, if a market does shift and you do have to sell your house, it's better to get it done before you put it on the market. So, get the house ready. Get ready. Make sure you interview a few agents. You know, for the longest time, and I'm not saying that the market is shifting, but for a lot of people, when a market does shift, they kind of get caught off guard and they say, wait a minute, we should have been able to sell our house in a week or a day, and now it's taking three or four weeks and we're not getting multiple offers. So whatever you do, make sure your house is prepped. So can anybody answer my question? Is the market in your neighborhood? Remember, I'm, I don't want to talk about the GTA. I want to talk about specific neighborhoods. 416-872-1010. Are any of your neighbors have a, have a for sale sign on their homes for longer than a week? I'm just kind of curious because, as I said, in my neck of the woods, down in South Oakville, a couple of properties came up two weeks ago and the for sale signs are still there. Did they overshoot the market? I don't know. But the most important thing is, is that the buyers aren't rolling in 
multiple offers within the day and they're not selling. So I'm kind of curious, what's your take on it? You can also text me here at 71010, regular rate supply. And when we come back uh, in a little while, we're going to open up the phone lines for the rest of the hour because I want everybody's opinion on this. Now, Couple of things that are coming up that I f- always forget to mention. I forget every single week to do this, and my producer Ian Grant says to me, "Hey, you keep forgetting about the simple seminar." By the way, it's coming up on May 25th, and it's at our new head office out in Mississauga. And one of the things that we're going to be focusing on uh, at the simple seminar this time is where is the best place for you to buy an investment property. And when we talk about investment properties, we're not talking speculation because right now the wind government doesn't want you to speculate anymore because they want to tax you on that. So what is the best way to buy an investment property and where should you buy it? Well, I'm going to give you that location at the Simple Seminar, and we're going to talk about a lot of things. For instance, how do you create positive cash flow? Who makes the best tenant? And also, when you're doing repairs, what are the best things that you can do to an investment property? This is the thing. Investment properties are those things that people buy ideally that should positive cash flow and then they turn around and hopefully hold them long enough so they can refinance. So how do you gauge your financing? What is the best mortgage you should be taking when you buy an investment property? All sorts of things coming up. So remember, go to thesimpleinvestor.com and uh, it is on May the 25th at 7 p.m. Uh, we've only got a few spots left and it's really important for you to turn around and register because you won't be able to get in without it. one 518 5151 and feel free to uh, reach out again. My question this hour is kind of twofold. Is your neighborhood slowing down or is it? do you see the for sale sign coming up and being gone immediately. This is one of those things that different neighborhoods are starting to feel it. And right now we had a caller earlier that was saying in Brampton, it seems like the, the uh, houses are staying on a little bit longer. Now, when we, uh, when we take a look at what's going on as far as mortgage rates, the mortgage rates right now are starting to do the typical downturn for the spring market. We're seeing about point. Uh, 10 coming off right now on your standard five-year rates. When we're talking to you, uh, Dave Butler, a little while ago, he was mentioning to us that the biggest thing that he's seeing, of course, is the five-year rate starting to come down a little. We're starting to see the variable rates shift a little. Right now, anything between 2.3 and 2.5 for your variable rates, your five-year fix somewhere in that 2.6 to 2.8 range is actually pretty decent. So we're going to see this kind of continue into the spring market. My gut is, is that the lenders are still going to stay aggressive right through to July. And then we're going to be seeing the mar- the rates probably hovering around that 2.5 to 2.6 for a five-year fixed. Hey, so you know what? It seems like nobody wants to give their opinion on the marketplace. So then I will have to come up with a better question that people want to weigh in on. Again, I'm a little bit concerned about what's going on right now because I'm feeling that the market itself is starting to stretch out a little. And is it becoming a normal market? Remember, 416-872-1010 is my number here. And we've got a lot to talk about when it comes down to real estate. And by the way, if you have any real estate related questions, I f- you know feel free to contact us at The Simple Investor or here at the station. And we're happy to answer all your questions when uh, when you have them. So again, interesting market that we've got sitting here in the real estate world. And I don't know if the Wynn government 
has had an adverse effect to it, but I guess we're going to find out more. So stay with us. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So if you'd like to chat, 416-872-1010, or you can text me at 71010. So my question for this section is, of course, one that I always get a kick out of because a lot of people seem to have a very diverse opinion on is what are realtors worth as far as commissions go? Do they actually earn their commissions. So we've got this hot market. We've got people that are doing multiple offers all the time. Is your realtor worth 5% or are they overpaid? So the real question is, is that how much are realtors worth? And I'd like to know your take on it. Do you think that realtors should make 5%? Now keep in mind, when we talk about realtors and their commissions, they actually get paid 2.5% for listing it, and then the buyer agent that comes in is 2.5%. So do you think realtors are worth that commission? 416-872-1010. You can text me at 71010. I'd like to know your opinion. Um, so here's the thing. Um, I think that I'm going to be able to get our uh, our guest on, actually. It's Mr. Ray Ferris. He's past president of ARIA. And uh, Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Todd. Glad to have you on, Ray. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. You're very welcome. So, Ray, you know, we've been talking about uh, this hour, we've been talking about the market and how we seem to think that it's starting to slow down a little only because some inventory finally came on. What do you think? Is this just a natural effect of the spring market or is there something else going on? Well, I, I think two things happen. Now, as you know, Todd, I live two and a half hours southwest of Toronto, so I, I'm not speaking about the Toronto market in any way. But we did see... Uh, after the Premier and the Ontario government made an announcement with regards to the fair housing plan, a lot of people sit back and wait to see what was going to happen from that announcement, even leading up to the announcement. As you know, it was leaked prior. Uh, and I think buyers sat back and said, we're just going to see what's in this. There might be something good in this for us. So I do think that we did see a few properties stay on the market longer than they otherwise would have because people were unsure what was in that announcement. And the other thing is, as you know, in the spring, people do list their houses this time of the year. So we are seeing an increase in the number of listings coming on the market, even in my neck of the woods. Now, we're still selling properties at record pace and at record high prices. uh, But I think that's just because there's a lot of buyers still sitting in the market who were waiting for something to come on the market. Right. So, folks, if you're just tuning in, I've got Ray Ferris joining me. He is past president of the Ontario Real Estate Association, and um, he works out in the Port Rowan area, which is about, give or take, two, two and a half hours from Toronto. It depends on how you drive, of course. <laughs> so, so Ray, you know, one of the things, you know, you and I, have uh, I've had you on as a guest quite a few times, and I really appreciate you coming on with us. But one of the things that, um, you know, a lot of people have been noticing 
was for the last two years, we never had a real spring market. You know, it just seemed like it just was pedal to the metal the entire time. But now with, you know, interest rates are starting to adjust down a little. TD and RBC had, you know, punched them up just a little in, in the fall, but now they're, you know, pulling them back down a little. It seems like we're actually going back a little bit more normal spring market. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, we're we're experiencing that in our neck of the woods. Like I said, we're seeing that seasonal time of the year where new listings are coming on the market. Like every day, as you know, the multiple listing service shows all of the new listings that are on the market for sale. And, you know, we were seeing only one or two a day in my small marketplace. Now we're seeing upwards of 20 a day being reported. Wow. You know what? And, and you know, for people's sake, um, Ray, do you want to tell them how big your area is, how, what your population is? Well, I live in the municipality of Norfolk County, and within Norfolk County, there's several different communities. Now, within the municipality itself, there's about 60,000 residents, but within the municipalities, there's lots of different neighborhoods like Port Dover, Turkey Point, Port Rowan, Delhi, and Simcoe. So those all have you know, smaller populations within the greater municipality. Right. But you've never, you've never seen kind of the market. I mean, you and I have talked about this, but in the last 25 years, you haven't seen a market like this. No, never. As you know, Todd, I've been a realtor for 21 years, and I've just never experienced anything like this whatsoever. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. And uh, Ray, I greatly appreciate you coming on the show and joining me today. And, um, you know, thanks so much. Um, you know, we'll definitely stay in touch because it's nice to know what the outer markets are doing just as much as what the uh, the, the closer markets are doing. Yeah, great. Thank you very much, Todd. Thanks so much, Ray. Excellent. Folks, that was Ray Ferris, and he is the past president of Aria. And I've got Jim in Burlington holding on. And uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How are you? Good, thanks. So, Jim, are realtors worth 5%? Well, absolutely. I've been a realtor uh, in the Burlington Hamilton Board for about 27 years. And... um, you know, we were taking a course, I'm with Keller Williams, and we were taking a course, and uh, the long and short, we are insured, and we're insured very well. You know, someone selling their own house, um, if they get sued, they get sued themselves. If, um, well, you know this, Todd, you're, you're a realtor, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know uh, but I'm telling you, uh, the liability that is out there, and someone putting themselves, um, you know, out to hang, uh, may as well let a realtor do it. That's what we're uh, trained for. So, Jim, when when we start hearing about, you know, now we've got a bit of an increase in inventory. Um, Absolutely. Do you, do you feel that this is just now becoming a regular spring market, or do you think that the wind government actually had some effect by that announcement a few weeks ago? I think it had uh, a bit of an effect. I don't think it's going to um, do too terribly much, to be honest, in the long haul. However... Um, what I have seen is an increase in uh, in the listings. Like the parameters that I was searching, uh, you know, for my clients, was um, we were getting thirty, thirty-five uh, listings a day within inside the parameters. Uh, in the last month, we've gotten um, you know one hundred and ten, one hundred and twelve every single day. Wow! So, yeah, so the in- increase is a whole bunch more. Um, also at Keller, uh, we have a closed Facebook page, and we've been discussing this. Um, a lot of uh, agents have been, uh, you know, doing offers below, um, without any competition, below uh, asking price. 
Right. So, you know, this is going to be a bit of a mindset now, isn't it, Jim, for, for realtors? So when people are going to list, because, you know, the the realtors kind of had a free reign there for a little while where they said, hey, listen, it's okay if we list below a certain number because multiple offers will put you up to a natural right. market price. Right. Now, and, 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 and I got to say, you know, you're, you've been a realtor for a very long time. So, you know, you've seen the ups and downs of market, but some of the people coming into the market recently, maybe not without the experience, they're going to have a tough time gauging what the prices are. Well, that's right. And uh, again, that's, uh, with, you know, insider professionalism. Um, that's what we're trying to do is, um, you know, assess a property and, and put a market value on it. And I think... Uh, this has been a guessing game, you know, just a total guessing game. Right. Well, listen, Jim, I uh, I greatly appreciate your phone call. You know, good luck in the Burlington market, and well, thank um, thanks th- thanks so much for coming on. You, uh, you, you're in the uh, Mississauga area. We you? are in the Mississauga area. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations on your success. I see your signs all over the place. Excellent. Thanks so much, Jim. Take care, Todd. Okay. Bye now. And, um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> it, it's funny. I, I'm pretty sure that um, Jim had seen my signs before, but I haven't been a practicing realtor in years, um, you know, since I actually opened up the Simple Investor. So it's been a long time, but uh, I appreciate the kudos, and it's always nice to talk to a professional. Folks, the real question for you is this. Are realtors worth 5%? 416-872-1010. I'd like to know because, you know, we've had such an amazing market that it didn't take a lot to sell a home. But what happens when a market starts tightening up? Then what happens? What does a realtor have to do to sell a home? What should they do? You as a consumer, you're going to sell your house. I'd like to know what your take is. What should a realtor do and what should a realtor charge 416-872-1010. You can text me at 71010. And if you're out of the GTA area, you can reach me at 1-877-518-5151. I want to know more of your opinion about what realtors should charge, what are they worth, and what should they be doing for you when they sell your home. Is it just an easy thing to do nowadays, or will it start getting a little bit tougher? Anyways, when we come back, we've got more. For those people calling in, stay on the line. I'm going to make sure I get to all your calls when we come back after this. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So, did I stir up a hornet's nest? What are realtors worth? Are they worth 5%? What should they be doing? If the market changes, do they need to do more? I'm going to go to my phone lines. We've got a group of people hanging on. I'm going to go to Manny in Newmarket. And Manny, welcome to the show. Hi. uh, First of all, great show. Thank you. Uh, this is the first time I'm actually listening to your show, but uh, I really like the the fact that we're bringing out the, the real estate market to this bubble. I really don't think we need real estate in the current market. Uh, I am speaking uh, uh, about that because I learned it the hard way. Uh, I purchased my home, and I had a real estate agent who helped me buy a home, and I did, I did pretty much all the research. I went on MLS, I found houses, 
I told my real estate agent, these are the houses I want to see because these are within my price range, where I want to go. And then at the end of the day, we bought a house. And then I told my sister was looking for a house a year later. And I told her, I said, you know what? Don't go for the real, don't go for a real estate agent. Shop yourself. And when you're speaking to the list agent that has listed the house, tell him that either you find me a good deal or give me a good deal on this property or I bring in my agent and then you lose some commission. Interesting. And she actually did get a better deal that way. Yep. And you know what, Manny? A lot of agents offer that out to buyers that and sellers that they will they will work with their commissions. They'll flex on their commissions because they do the the the, the double end. So the but the real question is: Did did your agent uh, offer any advice? Did they put you in touch with proper professionals? Did they put conditions in your offer, or did you do it all yourself? Uh, to be quite honest, I. After I purchased the property, I I was expecting a lot more from him, right. from my real estate agent. Because so we purchased the property, and uh, you know it was more like okay, it's listed for this price. We paid that price, and it was there was no negotiation. He told me there's no negotiating right now. This was five years ago. There's no negotiation. Negotiating this is a very good price already. There were a lot of things that I would have liked him to point out to me before I purchased the property. Hey, look, sure. this is a very big yard. And it's not groomed at all. Sure. It's in a very bad shape. Right. So, you know, you will have to do a lot of landscaping. The second thing was uh, there were a lot of things around the house that I would want a real estate agent to go around and say, hey, guys, you're purchasing this property for this much, but just try. Yep. Well, I think we just lost Manny. Thanks so much for your call, Manny. Um, you know what? Interesting, interesting take on it. I'm going to go to Sam in Thornhill. And Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, uh, thanks. So, Sam... you a very good show. I have to compliment you on, on your approach to the discussions, not just today, but in general. Oh, thank you so much, Sam. So, tell me, what, what, what's, your, what's your take on it? Well, I think the market has adjusted for many reasons. Some of it's financing... Some of it is government intervention or their attempt to do so. I think the announcements just have caused a lot of confusion amongst buyers. They don't really know, and sellers for that matter, not really know how to interpret what the real meaning is of the, all the 16 points, I think it is, that, uh, that they touted. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think there is a, a major impact for local current buyers and sellers. But we're seeing a pause, if I can call it that. Uh, similar to what we saw in 2007, 2008, when there was a financial meltdown. Right. Remember that there was a real just nothing yep. happened for six months. I, I remember, Sam, all of a sudden everything stayed on for longer and everybody started yeah. getting nervous. Fortunately for us in the in the Ontario market, we really didn't feel that much of a financial adjustment, but it sure made everybody take notice. So, so your, your take on this and, 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 you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but your take would be that a lot of people just almost have to get their heads around what these new rules mean. So they're kind of pausing to think about them. I think that's, that's quite what's going on. Uh, you know, I have a couple of listings right now. We had set them up for multiple offers. We, we got a couple of verbals. We repositioned, if you know what I mean. We, yep. we had a lower price to make it enticing, and then we didn't get what we want, so we raised the price. That's become very common. Yep. Um, and I've actually been using that strategy 
Uh, I come from a marketing background in business for many years, and I, I used a lowball strategy since, I guess, about 2010. Sure. So I was an early adopter of trying to entice multiple offers. And uh, this is nothing new, what we're seeing. Yeah. You know, these are blips in the market. Yeah, I, I agree uh, a lot with what you have to say there, Sam. And, and thanks, listen, so much for, uh, for giving us a call and tuning in. May I comment on your other question? You're asking, I guess, uh, clients or buyers and sellers what they think about uh, commissions. Sure. And I think it really depends on who your agent is or your representative, I should say. Uh, And if they have the value that they can bring to the table to help you with all the aspects of what an agent should be doing, then they're not only worth the 5%, perhaps more. You know what, Sam? I couldn't agree with you more. I've always been a big believer in full-time agents that offer a professional service. And uh, thanks so much for your call today. My pleasure. Okay, thank you. So, you know what? Interesting take. I'm going to go to Mark. And uh, Mark, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks, Todd. How are you doing? Good, thanks. So my take on the uh, fee structure, and it's open to debate. I'm not a big buyer and seller, a frequent buyer and seller of homes, but I'm thinking uh, uh, I'm just throwing it out there for debate, a graduated uh, percentage. So uh, the agent, if they sell the house in less than a week in a hot market, 1%. If they sell the house in two weeks, 2%. And if it takes them more than a month, then you get your 5%. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting take on it. Our only, I guess the only concern, Mark, is that if, if another agent brings in the offer, are we cooperating? And so this is why we always have to remember buyers and seller agents, the commission gets cut in half. So okay. let's say let's say somebody's out hustling with a buyer, takes them, shows them a lot of homes, spend months and months educating them, working with them. Should they be entitled to the to that commission, or do they only get a half a percent if they sell that house? And this is the problem, is that that had been introduced years ago into the market, where people started to fluctuate on the buyer's commission, and then all of a sudden buyers would not show the home. Now, ethically, they're not allowed to do that, but throughout the industry, it kind of became a hush-hush. It's like, if you're not going to pay me my commission, I'm not going to show your home. So... So what about a shared uh, percentage between the buyer and the seller Right. in every purchase? Yep. Well, you know what? It may be, but it's one of those things that people have to determine, you know, are they willing to pay a buyer agent to come and bring an offer that they feel to be acceptable? And keeping in mind that you don't always have to accept every offer. Anyways, thanks so much for your call today, Mark. I yep, greatly no appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. I'm going uh, to try to get through just a couple more. Peter in Toronto. Hi, Peter. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, sir. Very good. Very good topic. Number one, a real estate agent's worth 5% answer. No. Tell okay. me what they're doing for me. Not too much, my friend. Number two, what a bunch of crap from the person from Burlington, the real estate agent. Right. We are, what a bunch of BS that he's telling us. He is insured if there is a civil suit. Please educate me a little bit more. If the seller doesn't give the, the real estate agent the proper information, the real estate agent is going to end up suing the seller as well. Everybody gets sued, so don't give me this part that he's insured and it's worth that 5%. Sure. They are no worth. It is one of those things. Buyers beware. And regarding the money that he gets a deposit, guess what? We have lawyers. Lawyers put that deposit in a trust account, which is not supposed to be touched. 
Ask how many real estate agents, if you sell the house, if they sell your house, are willing to let your lawyer hold the money in trust account in case the house doesn't close, the deal doesn't close. Sure. Because you know what? They're looking after number one. Number one is themselves. Okay. Well, listen, Peter, thank you so much for your call and your take on that. Um, listen, folks, um, um, our phone lines are completely lit up, but I'm going to have to say that we've, we're running out of time. I won't be able to get to the rest of you, but thank you so much. And what we should do is let you know that by all means, you can always reach us here at Simply Real Estate. Uh, at News Talk 1010. And of course, you can go to thesimpleinvestor.com if you want to uh, get my own personal take on anything. Uh, listen, great show. I want to start off by thanking my producers, Ian Grant and Mike, for joining me this week. Of course, it's always great to have everybody, especially when we do shows where we can open up the phone lines. Um, the other thing is, remember, the Simple Seminar coming up, we've only got a few spots left. Go to thesimpleinvestor.com today if you would like to be part of it and find out more about investment real estate. And of course, next week, I will be back at my usual hour, 3 p.m. And uh, we're going to be talking more. I think I'm going to be bringing on and bringing back Minutes with the Mayor. So hopefully uh, you're going to be able to tune in to one of the mayors in the uh, outer area of, uh, of the GTA. And for all of us here at News Talk 1010, I'm your host, Todd C. Slater, and thanks for tuning in.